Julie Bethany, and I'm so excited to hang out with you today. Welcome to the podcast that shows you how to live the life of your dreams as the best version of yourself starting today, which is what I call living vicariously through yourself. I have full confidence that you can start enjoying living the truest to yourself you ever have and manifesting the life of your dreams right away because this concept is exactly what I used to propel myself into entirely switching careers, moving across the country when I felt the pull to, and doing numerous other things with courage I wouldn't have had otherwise. I'm passionate about showing you how to find and follow the callings in your life too. It'll be like hanging with a friend and a coach at the same time as I walk through this journey with you and help you get crystal clear on what you want, who you want to be, and how to achieve both so you can start working toward living the life of your dreams today and keep dreaming for more because you are so worth having and being all you can be in this one precious life you're living. I'm excited to live it alongside you and share the tips, tricks, and encouragement you need to really move the needle in your life and achieve success as you define it. Welcome to Living Vicariously Through Yourself, the podcast. Hey, hey, this week that I'm recording this, I'm going to admit has not been my favorite week in any category of life. And sometimes we have those weeks and for some reason it's raining in New York and I realize I talk about the weather a lot in my intros, so sorry, but anyway, it seems like a lot of people I know and love right now are going through raw, really tough times, and the weather is like crying with the collective here today. So today, I want to talk about what to do when you feel sad and how you can self-soothe and brighten your day and hopefully then, of course, Apply those strategies to the great friends you have in your life for their darker moments too. We also talked about different kinds of friends in episode 10, so feel free to pop over there after or before this episode too if you want to hear about that at some point. But hey, first of all, if you're listening to this episode in a moment of feeling sad yourself, and maybe that's why you jumped into this episode or wanted to listen, Let me encourage you that things will get better. They always do. Even if you don't see it immediately, like this second or today, there will always be time you can look back on this moment from a happier, more joyful time in life and know that just like all other sorrows, you can gladly look back and know you made it through this one too. But whether that's you today or if this is info to put in your back pocket, of those super cute jeans you just got for a rainy day. Let's talk about what you can do to brighten those rainy days for yourself and others. All right, so first of all, sometimes we want to talk to friends about our hardships and other times we need to wait a moment. I just caught up with a friend who needed to wait a moment. When I've gone through hardships in the past, there are times I've wanted to wait a moment, like a month moment to announce something that has not been going great in my life. Let me share first as I recommend going to great friends that if you don't feel like talking about something you're going through right now with someone else, it's okay and it's also super normal. Sometimes we don't want to recount tragic moments in our lives with others right off the bat. 
And sometimes we don't want to talk to them about the pain we're actively feeling because it brings up more pain or we're experiencing a joyful day and don't want to interrupt it with the pain. And it's okay to wait. Sometimes though, it feels really good to get affirmation from a friend that you didn't do anything wrong. If that's the song playing in your head like a broken record, or it might be nice to just talk to someone else about anything else. So your mind is distracted, even if you don't cover the topic of what's bugging you if you're not ready for it. Talking to someone about what you're going through or in general can be soothing, even if it's over the phone. Now, if you prefer not to talk to someone right away, or you already did, and now those feelings of sorrow are hitting you again, now that your brain isn't actively engaged in a convo any longer, it is good to have other distractions or things we do at times so that you don't have to dwell on something, especially if it's the weekend, for example, and you don't have other things planned to do and keep yourself busy with, like you might during a normal workday, for example. Sometimes watching our favorite show again because it's predictable can be super soothing or watching a movie we love that's happy can be nice or one that makes us cry even if we need to cry it out. It's okay to not feel super active when we're sad. So I just want to remind you and encourage you that however you're feeling in this moment, when you're going through hardship, it's okay. We all grieve differently and how you feel is personal and it's fine. On the other hand, exercise really does make you feel better when you're not feeling happy because it legit gives us endorphins. But of course, I know you don't always feel like moving when you're sad either. So it can be good to combine things here. Like if you do call a friend, maybe you talk as you walk or maybe you put a song on you love. And if you're enraged about something, for example, dancing it out sometimes helps me. And I don't know if that's super common though. I have been a dancer my whole life. So dancing out my emotions does help me, but maybe you play the guitar and strumming on the guitar is something that helps you process, but whatever it is for you, maybe you're an artist and painting helps. Tapping into those things that you love can make you feel better. You can also eat because sometimes when we're sad, we forget to eat. Some of us overeat. Some of us forget to eat. I'm one of those people who doesn't eat enough when I'm sad. And it's something I've had to lean into. Let me go get my cat. But eating really helps you feel better. And sometimes you feel even worse if you don't have what your body needs. So taking a moment to get a bite to eat can really help. And if you don't feel like cooking something or don't feel like grocery shopping and you don't have a lot that's easy to make fast, maybe today you allow yourself to order food to your door or something like that so that you get sustenance even if you don't feel like going to scavenge for food. Food helps. Sometimes hanger makes everything way worse than it has to feel. So highly recommend checking in on if you have what you need. Another thing that's really important in the realm of self-care is making sure that if you feel really gross, like go take a shower or a bath and that warm water can be really soothing and maybe the bubble bath or the smell or whatever scent you have, bath bomb, whatever can make you feel better too. But 
making yourself feel like a human, like putting on makeup if you do that normally, or making sure that your hair is washed minimally can make you feel a little better. Another helpful thing to do is to treat yourself to something along the lines of food. That could totally be like a little ice cream cone or something, but it can also be a mani-pedi or a massage, which I highly recommend. Massages are my go-to for my most stressful weeks, and they really do help. Or that aforementioned food delivery to your door can be a treat too. Having compassion on yourself and doing something special for yourself can sometimes remind you how very special you are regardless of if you feel like it in other areas of your life or like others are valuing you too at the present moment in time. Another super helpful thing I do is journal. I love writing, but when I write out what is making me anxious or sad or frustrated and once it's on paper, I discover a lot about how I actually feel that I sometimes don't know was there. It's a really odd concept that externally processing with a friend or to ourselves, maybe we're talking to our puppy or our wall or a higher power than ourselves, but sometimes those things, including journaling, can make us realize things that we didn't even know we were feeling or reasons that we're feeling that way. It is like therapy and why therapy works so well. Along that line, prayer is really helpful or talking to yourself is like self-therapy if you don't want to talk to a friend. Affirmations are also really helpful for when you're feeling sad or whatever you need to hear you can give to yourself. I kid you not when I'm crying, I often go to a mirror. I look at myself in the mirror. Sometimes I will put my hand up against my hand and I will tell myself it's going to be okay. Like I will actually talk to myself or I will mouth it to myself if I'm like in a public place, but it really helps because you're connecting with yourself and you're showing yourself that you see what you're going through and it it feels like validation. Breath work and meditation are also helpful because clearing your mind and breathing are really helpful and there are so many guided meditations and breathing exercises for free online. I have a friend going through a really stressful season right now, unfortunately, and she literally had a phone reminder go off while we were at brunch the other day that reminded her to breathe because stress had naturally made her breaths more shallow and that is a natural thing that helps. But it really does help us get full breaths when we're thinking about it actively. It seems small, but it's really helpful. In addition, and back to prayer, if we give up something that's bugging us to a higher power, whether that's God or the universe or unknown in your mind, and for me, it's God, but if you do that, like give something up that you're experiencing some burden you have to a higher power. It helps you feel like it's not in your control when you feel like it's not anyway and someone else has control of it and they're fighting for you on your behalf. Since you're not in control of this tough circumstance, it makes you feel like someone powerful has it all together and always has and is guiding the outcome for your good. There are other interesting things I've done like this where I will literally, one of my friends in high school used to do this. 
But we would go to the beach and in Seattle, there are rocky beaches. So it's not like that smooth sand. There's like tons of rocks everywhere. But we would grab a rock and we would put all our sorrows into that rock. We would like say, okay, rock, you are my sadness about this thing and I'm letting you go. And we would take the rock and we would chuck it into the ocean. I'm not even kidding, but once we walked away, it was so peaceful and we would do this like a ceremony. (laughs) So whatever that is for you, it's really helpful as odd as that is. Next, changing your scenery is really nice too. Like speaking of the beach, if you're able to take a short walk through the park, maybe with headphones in listening to your favorite song or maybe a podcast, for example, or you can drive over to go look at the water or drive in general. That used to be really helpful for me when I lived in LA and could just drive for hours (laughs) through pretty hilly scenery. Those things can revitalize us because a change of scenery makes us feel like we're not stuck in bed. When we're feeling down and tempted to sleep all day, though that's fine if that's the mood you're in too. It's really important to not beat yourself up in this moment and realize that however you need to grieve, you can. You can also do things like take relaxing baths and use aromatherapy, like using some essential oils in a diffuser or maybe on your palms can help you feel calm. You can spray rose water in your face. Mario Badescu is my favorite. I mean, close your eyes, of course, but these things really help sometimes because it works with our senses and that rose water smells nice and you feel just like this soft, kind of cool, like mist on your face is actually really nice. Oh, hey popping in to see if we're on that level of friendship yet where you want to hang out outside this podcast. If you do, feel free to join me and pop on over to juliebethany.com or on Instagram at juliebethany or at vicarious podcast. See you there. Speaking of senses, things that help ground us in the present when we're sad about the past or are uncertain about the future or anything else, thinking of something we can experience with our senses to truly remind us we're still alive, even if we're not particularly thriving in this moment, and even if we're just surviving in this particular moment really does help. Sometimes we tend to go numb when we are experiencing really hard things or we're sad, so helping to ground us in the present is really helpful. You can also do it for anxiety or depression or small to large sadness, anything you're going through. So you can do this exercise with me now if it helps or put it in your back pocket for later. But we're going to use the five senses. So think of something right now in the room you're in or wherever you are that you can see. What is that thing? Now Think of one thing you can smell. Is it the fresh air from the window? Is it the perfume you have on? What is it that you can smell right now? A funny one, but what is one thing you can taste? Maybe it's whatever was left over from lunch, or maybe it's the gum you're chewing on now. Now, what is something you can hear? A soft breeze or a fan maybe? or birds chirping outside your window. 
Finally, what is something you can feel? Can you reach out and feel a soft blanket beneath you? The floor underneath your feet? The grass underneath your feet? Your cat's super soft as a baby's behind fur? What can you feel? All right, super helpful exercise to do at any point. A note on that too is that soft blankets really do help swaddle us into feeling better sometimes. I'm not even kidding. Even if you wrap like a little sheet around yourself, if it's really warm out, for example, and you have a fan blowing, having something to like hold us, if it's not a person, like blankets help. Okay. You can always use your senses like that in that exercise for feeling better and more grounded in the here and now. But some other miscellaneous things that might help you feel better are, and I'm going to give you a list, pick and choose whatever you like best, getting some fresh air, whether that's through a walk or if you don't feel like going outside can be through opening a window. Sunlight also helps whether that's through being outside or with it streaming in through your window. Organizing a small drawer that isn't too much to tackle but will make you feel accomplished. And like you can organize something in your life when you feel like other things seem out of control or you aren't getting a lot done because you're spending time just being. Writing or recording yourself talking about what great things you're going to do or encounter in the future when this season has passed. Contemplating how you've gotten through tough seasons before and have always seen better days afterward and how this is going to be no different. Talking or praying with a trusted friend. A meditation or breathing or even yoga practice that will help you feel calmer. Planning something for the future that's exciting and you can look forward to. A nap because sometimes we don't get as good as sleep when we're stressed and it can help you clear your mind for a moment and help you feel more refreshed. My roommates, literally both of them, are taking naps right now and I think it's fabulous. (laughs) If you are, on the other hand, sleeping too much in your sadness, maybe a warm cup of your favorite coffee or tea with caffeine in it like matcha, which is very calming and has relaxing effects, could be helpful. Reading your favorite book or a book on the topic you're experiencing or even an article can help. Getting your favorite food or treat, even if it's delivered to you. Putting yourself in the way of beauty, as Cheryl Strayed would say, which originally came from her mom like getting flowers for yourself or looking at a beautiful spot outdoors or even online. Call your mother or sister or someone close to you. Cry it out because our bodies help bring endorphins into our system when we're crying. It really is a miracle that that release is designed to help us feel better when we're sad into tears. One of my favorite ones is also to laugh to watch something funny, to read something funny, to talk to a funny friend, to scroll through TikToks or whatever it is. My favorite funny Instagram pages sometimes I'll look at when I'm sad because laughing helps give you that relief and makes you feel so much better when you're sad. And finally, create. Write a poem about how you're feeling. Sing a song about it if that's your thing. Dance it out. Draw what you're going through. Do 
do whatever you need to, something you love, something that will help you get out on paper or into the world what you're feeling doesn't have to be shared with anyone at all, but can be done for your own comfort. Now, when life is hard for a prolonged period of time, on the other hand, I cannot share enough how seeking help when you need it is really helpful, not to be overly simplistic. I have had great therapists in my life help me do amazing work through genuinely tragic times in my life, and it's helped me grow into the person I am today. I was just reminded of another one because my cat just begged to go out of my room door, and that is pet something soft like an animal. Cats are silly sometimes, but animals typically unconditionally love us, so that's really nice to pet something soft and sweet. I also consider how hardships I've gone through in the past have better equipped me to help others through similar hardships. And so now when I go through really hard things, I try to think about how even if I don't see it yet and it's hard right now, my experiencing this now can potentially help me help someone else in the future and help me grow wiser and stronger and appreciate all the good in my life in the future and now. Finally, gratitude is the number one thing to help us get into another mindset when going through deep oceans or small waves of sadness. All sadness is sadness, and it's been said that you can't feel gratitude and sadness simultaneously. When you think of all the things you can be grateful for or already are grateful for, It helps you to see things in a different perspective and find that joy inside and light through the sorrow, the true rainbow of hardship is gratitude. Going through hardship also enables you to help someone else going through something so you can carry your burden together. Helping someone else through their pain is like a balm to our own pain, whether that's volunteering or helping a friend through whatever they're going through, it genuinely helps and helps us see we can go through things together and make each other's loads lighter. Giving back when we feel so sad really does help bring some joy to see us help someone else and make them feel better when they're sad. Now, I know that wasn't the most fun podcast I've ever produced, but I hope it helps If you're in that situation today, and I hope you bring out those positive affirmations for yourself when you're tempted to believe the lie you're not good enough, for example, and use the other tools we talked about today, now if you're going through it or later if you ever do, or are able to share them with a loved one in need someday. After the rain comes the rainbow, and rain is what helps the most beautiful flowers grow and fire is what refines gold, and you are going to survive, and you are going to thrive and be so much better off for it, and stronger and wiser in the future after going through this, I promise. Even if you don't feel like that in this moment, I truly do believe that God or the universe or whomever you believe in gives us obstacles and trials and not as fun things and hard circumstances to overcome in life to make us into the people we're meant to be and to live the life of our dreams through overcoming those obstacles. 
that we can help others get through too once we're out of the woods, on the other side of that hardship in the sunlight too. Go make me proud this week, but most importantly, go and make yourself proud and remember that you can celebrate any small win, including getting out of bed today if that's the best you can do. Progress over perfection always. Feel free to share this episode with a friend if you think it'll help them too. I cannot wait to see you next time. And hey, if you are going through something hard today, it's okay. And I really hope that by the next week that there's a new episode released, you'll be able already to see things getting better in your world. And I'm hoping for you that these things will produce wonderful fruit for you in your future. All right, I will see you next time, but I am thinking of you, those of you who are going through hard things as I am recording today. All right, see you next time. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I can't wait to see you back here next time to share with you more practical tips, tools, and encouragement for how to live the life of your dreams as your best self starting now. If you want to take this journey with me, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already so it's easier to see when a new episode appears. And if you think it'd help a friend, feel free to pass it along too. I have even more exciting content on the way, but because this podcast is all about providing you the most value possible and helping you on your journey to the life of your dreams, I'd love to hear your feedback. So let me know in the comments what you'd like to hear about in future episodes too. You can also put your wins there so I can celebrate alongside you. I'm so excited to walk each step of the way with you and see all you'll accomplish and become. Enjoy your week and I'll catch you next time when we can celebrate you being even closer to living the life of your dreams because you are so going to crush living vicariously through yourself this week. Go shine bright so others can see your light and know it's possible for them to achieve their dreams too. Because you going for your dreams just might be the inspiration for someone else to go for it and pursue their dreams too. I can't wait to see you next time.